what is the relationship between the neural pathways in your brain and creativity? Welcome to Progression Lab. I'm Hanson McCoy. So your brain has 86 billion neurons and roughly speaking, one group of neurons senses your environment and a second group of neurons reacts to it. Now, neural pathways are a series of neurons that connect together to send a signal from one part of your brain to another. Most animal brains have a hardwired connection between the two previously mentioned parts of the brain, the part that perceives the environment and the part that reacts to it. The human brain, however, has lots of different pathways, lots of different connections, more than those that we need to perform vital tasks. That surplus of neurons create tangled networks, and those, we believe, are responsible for our spontaneous thoughts. Studies have suggested that creativity depends on the cooperation of your brain network responsible for spontaneous thoughts, and your brain network responsible for executive control, basically everything else. And when researchers got people to plan a creative task, they found these brain regions were more active. Most other research has also came to the conclusion that there's no one part of the brain responsible for creativity. Rather, loads of different parts of the brain working together in large-scale networks. We used to think of functions of the brain as defined by brain regions, but now we understand that within a given part of the brain, there are neurons doing many different things and they're defined by the paths that they take. And yes, we can influence the neural pathways in our brain. They develop the same way that pathways do through nature. If you're in a forest and you need to get from one point to another, the easiest way to do it is through an existing pathway. Your brain does the exact same thing. These pathways in your brain develop through repetitive activation. If you take a different route through the forest each time, a pathway can't develop. It's the same in your brain. If you don't approach tasks in an organized and predictable way, neural pathways won't develop. I use the term organization because organization in your brain simply defines how many neural pathways there are. And so if you change the way you think, there's good evidence that you can change the shape of your brain and the chemicals that your brain releases. I'm sure you've heard the phrase, what fires together, wires together. Essentially, if you connect one neuron to another, you've created a neural pathway. And the more you fire that neural pathway, the stronger it gets. And we can get that to work for us by building habits. Habits are the replacement of instincts that we don't largely have. And the more we take a habit, the stronger it becomes. And that's why it can be hard to break. And so if we pay attention to our actions and turn them into habits, then we're able to make neural pathways in our brain by design. So now let's take a think about some habits that you can build to increase your creative thinking. Set aside time every single day for practicing your creativity. It could be doing art, it could be doing music. Think about your creative schedule because the more you be creative, the more you practice your creative muscles in your brain, the easier it will become to be creative. And you can do this by yourself or you can do this as a team through running regular ideation workshops. Secondly, don't be afraid of coming up with junk ideas. Resilience is a prerequisite of creative success. Don't be afraid of failure. Just put in the work to close the gap because quantity breeds quality. In your business, this could be the process of fully exploring other strategies before deciding on one to go ahead with. Be curious, always learn new things and look up things you don't know because the more information you have in your brain is the more connections you'll be able to create. Your brain has evolved to avoid uncertainty. That's why we experience things like confirmation bias where we seek out information to confirm assumptions that we already have in our heads. 
So embrace uncertainty and practice. This could be working in things that you're not comfortable with, things that you don't know into your personal objectives. So you're constantly pushing yourself further. Try to see the possibilities. Creative people are able to connect their experiences to synthesize new things. Remember that new ideas are just a compilation of old thoughts. So actively try to challenge your perceptions. Find a way as a team of keeping track of new ideas and approach problem solving in a collaborative way. Expose yourself to a variation of ideas. Creativity is about bridging unexpected gaps. So expose yourself to influences that don't necessarily relate to your industry or what you're particularly working on. This could be working in different places, learning from different experts, embracing new experiences, and challenging old ways of doing things. Finally, constraints are key to creativity. Often when there's an infinite amount of possibilities, it's difficult to really get started. Dr. Zeus was challenged to write a children's book in under 50 words. The result was Green Eggs and Ham, which went on to sell over 2 million copies. Imposing simple constraints can often lead to better designed and more creative thinking. In practice, this could be improving the way that your clients brief you. And so in true Progression Lab fashion, I wanna give you a practical that you can start using in your teams to start building these neural pathways. And the practical that I'd like to give you is called Seven Ideas in Seven Minutes. And the premise of it is super simple. All you need to do is present people with seven different problems and give people one minute to solve each problem before moving on to the next. Obviously for preparation, all you'll need to do is prepare the problems beforehand, which might take a little bit of practice because sometimes it's hard to come up with different problems which haven't got straightforward solutions. But as an example, I wanna keep my plants watered, but I, I'm on holiday. <laughs> um, and so come, so in one minute, give me a solution for keeping my plants watered whilst I'm on holiday. What you'll find is that the more you do it, the easier your team will find it to come up with diverse ideas. And the premise of this practical is introducing time constraints to spike creative thinking. So let me know how that works for you. Of course, do your own research before implementing on anything mentioned and be sure to join the discussion below. To benefit from a bespoke creative or design thinking workshop, head on over to progressionlab.co.uk. All Progression Lab workshops are engaging, fun, fast-paced, and most importantly, relevant to your team and your business. You can also find me on LinkedIn and Instagram. Please share this episode if it was useful to you, and I look forward to seeing you next time.